Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الله تعالى في كتابه المجيد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا وقال الله سبحانه في كتابه الكريم في المكان الثاني يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يُسْلِحْ لَكُمْ أَعْمَالَكُمْ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَمَنْ يُطِعِ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا صَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَظِيمُ Inshallah, in uh, today's khutbah, I will briefly talk about uh, one of the recent events which is going on and we will see with the turn of the time how it goes, which is the inauguration of the president that's coming up on uh, January 20th. In connection to the recent events that occurred since January 6th and the things we may be expecting, uh, unfortunately, in these times, it can go in any direction. Allah knows the best. When uh, I was reading about this whole issue of how the nation is divided, the thing that came to my mind Of course, it's in a different context. It's a historical event in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Sahaba. When Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was ill before he passed away and the Sahaba were around and Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anh the last day when he led the Salah Satul Fajr and Rasulullah sallam came out of his hujra and he looked at the Sahaba and his face, face was glowing looking at how the ummah that he worked on for so long had come out to be at the end and, uh, and worshiping Allah Azza wa Jal. And Abu Bakr, he left thinking that Abu Bakr, uh, Rasulullah health is getting better to his house. And it happened to be the last day of Rasulullah in this dunya. And before the next salah, Rasulullah passed away. And this was one of the most difficult time for the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the passing away of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. As Anas bin Malik radiallahu an, he put it in a very beautiful way. He said, the best day of his life was the day when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam arrived in Medina after the hijrah. And he said, the worst day, the darkest day 
of his life was when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam he passed away. And we can see the effect of Rasulullah sallallahu passing away was very clear, the impact on the Sahaba was very clear. As the reports talk about what was the impact on different Sahaba when Rasulullah sallallahu passed away. The report says Uthman bin Affan radiallahu an, he actually, uh, he lost the ability to talk at that time. He could not speak. Ali radiallahu an, he put himself in seclusion. Umar bin Khattab was in a different direction. And he was so stunned by this situation, he said, some of the munafiqeen claim that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam has died. And he said, Rasulullah did not die, but went to his Lord in the same way as Musa bin Imran did. And he stayed away for 40 days, 40 nights, but finally came back, though they said he had been dead. By Allah, Rasulullah sallallahu will come back, and he will cut off the hands and the legs of those who claim his death. And these are the Akabir Sahaba, the big, great Sahaba that we talk about. Not only them, these three are the ones who became the Khulafa after Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu They were the leaders of the Ummah. And Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu was the one who brought everyone went back to the reality. When he came back, and after going to the masjid and visiting Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the, uh, he kissed his forehead and he came out and he, he, he told Umar to sit down. And then he got up and he delivered a khutbah, a small brief talk he gave. And that was sufficient for the ummah to come back to the, into the senses. He said to perceive whoever used to worship Muhammad وسلم, then indeed Muhammad has died and whoever worships Allah, then Allah is alive and does not die. And then he recited the ayah from Surah Al-Imran. This ayah that was revealed about eight or nine years, eight years prior to this, after Ghazwat Al-Uhad. He said, وَمَا مُحَمَّدٌ إِلَّا رَسُولٌ قَدْ خَلَتْ مِنْ قَبْلِهِ الرُّسُلُ فَإِمَّا تَأَوْقُتِلَا أَنْ قَلَبْتُمْ عَلَىٰ آخَابِكُمْ وَمَنْ يَنْقَلِبْ عَلَىٰ أَقِبَيْهِ فَلَنْ يَدُرَّ اللَّهَ شَيَّهُ فَسَيَجْزِي اللَّهُ الشَّاكِرِينَ He said, the meaning of the ayah, Muhammad Sallallahu is no more than a messenger. And indeed, many messengers have passed away before him. And if he dies or is killed, will you then turn back on your heels? As, as kuffar, as disbelievers. And he whom, who turns back on his heels, not the least harm will he do to Allah. Allah will give reward to those who are grateful. This ayah for many of the Sahaba as they reported later on, for them as if this ayah was just revealed. Or they were not aware of this ayah. As Ibn Abbas said, by Allah it sounded as if people had never heard such a, such a, such a Quranic verse till Abu Bakr recited it as a reminder. So people started reciting it till there was no man who did not recite it. This one ayah was enough 
to bring the people back into the census. And they just lost the greatest personality, the greatest creation of Allah Azza wa Jal, who passed away from this dunya. But this ayah was sufficient to bring them back, make their focus. And the reminder, remind because the reminder benefits the believers. And the situation did not get fixed right away among the Muslims. That's the important part. I want to bring it up because this is where you can see to a certain extent something which is similar. Of course, not the same because we are talking about the nation is divided based on kufr ideas. When you're talking about the Muslims, it was a different situation from that perspective. And it got to the point after that when they realized that they have lost Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Now they gathered, Ansar gathered in Saqifah, Bani Sa'idah. And they were gathered to pick a leader among them themselves. Because they understood it very well. To the extent they, they preferred choosing the leader over burial of the greatest creation on the earth. Of Allah Azza wa Jal, which is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They prefer that they choose the Khalifa, they choose the Amir al Mu'mineen, they choose the, the, the successor of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam before even burying Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we know from the ahkam of Allah Azza wa Jal that this is one of the things that have to be done as soon as possible, except the extreme situations. If a Muslim dies, he has to be buried as soon as possible. When, when Rasulullah himself died, he died on Monday and he was buried on Wednesday night. Because there was a crucial thing that had to be done. And, he, and many fuqaha had talked about that. While they were trying to choose the, the, the Amir, now the Ummah seemed to be divided again here. The Ansar, they gathered in Saqifah, in the hall, and they were trying to make a Amir among themselves. And Sa'ad bin Ubadah, one of the ones who participated in Badr, the one who participated in the Ba'ad that was given to Rasulullah before he came to Medina, one of the greatest Sahaba, they were going to make him the Amir. And Umar Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an, they reached there. And they, all the, Abu Bakr had to do, remind them the favors that Ansar have done over the Muhajirin. And on top of it, the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that the Arabs will not unite except under the leadership of Quraysh. And that was sufficient. That reminder from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was sufficient. To make them united again. And this should be connected to the ayat we recite all the time in khutub. That, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu taqullah haqqa tuqatihi wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimoon. O you who believe, have the God consciousness. Have the fear of Allah the way he needs to be feared. What is that fear of Allah? What is the God consciousness? 
That is the correct question. Whenever we know what Allah Azza wa wants from us, we listen and we obey. And that's what we saw among the Sahaba. When they were about to call, have a leader from the Ansar and have a leader from Muhajirun. But when Abu Bakr got up and reminded them what Allah wants, there was enough for them to be united. But today, what we see around us is people are disunited here. It's not because of they just differ about something and they're going to come out with something better. It is because they do not have the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal. What they are following are the man-made laws that can only cause destruction for the mankind. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that if you obey most of the people on the earth, the majority of the people on the earth, they will misguide you. They will misguide you from the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's what the system that we are living in gives to the mankind. Which is the majority of the people will decide what is right and everybody has to follow. Whether they are right or wrong, it doesn't matter. Because the right becomes whatever the majority believes in. So it's not the issue of brothers, the issue of Republicans or Democrats. It's the inherent problem in the system that exists, which is made by man, that will misguide the ummah and misguide the whole world, whether they are Muslims or non-Muslims, towards the destruction. And that's what the system is giving us today, that we are getting letters to the masajid, they watch out until the inauguration or even after. Because the minority's life may be at risk. The masajid should be careful when you're entering into the masajid, watch out your surroundings. That is because of the inherent system from man-made system that's causing all these problems to the mankind. All these xenophobic, xenophobic ideas or fear of minority, or fear of losing your wealth, inequality of the wealth, all these are the products of the system that, that is made by men. And the only way out, only way out is not only we follow Islam on an individual basis, but we bring people to understand the only way for the saving for saving the mankind today is and was was following the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We have not sent you except the rahmah, except the mercy for the mankind. And that's what we have to bring the mankind back to. Yes, on an individual basis, we should watch out our surroundings. We should watch out or have ways of protecting our masajid. But at the end of the day, we understand the real safety comes from Allah Azza wa Real safety comes from Muslims or non-Muslims alike. Comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Comes from following the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Comes from implementing the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Until we bring the people back to that, we will continue 
to see the very same injustices that we're talking about, we see all the time. And Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu, I'm going to go back to the same incident again. He said a very brief, very small, if you want to call it, I don't want to even use the word inauguration I was going to say, but the very first speech he gave before he got the ba'ah from all the Muslimin. The first speech he said, O oh people, I have indeed been appointed over you, though I am not the best among you. If I do well, then help me. And if I act wrongly, then correct me. Truthfulness is synonymous with fulfilling the trust. And lying is tantamount to treachery. The weak among you is deemed strong by me until I return to them which is rightfully theirs. Insha'Allah, and the strong among you is deemed weak by me until I take from them what is rightfully, Insha'Allah. No groups of people abandons jihad in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala except that Allah makes them suffer humiliation. And wickedness does not become does not become widespread among a people except that Allah inflicts them with widespread calamity. Obey me so long as I obey Allah and His Messenger. And if I disobey Allah and His Messenger, then I have no rights to your obedience. And stand up now to pray, may Allah have mercy on you. This was the short, brief speech that, inc that enclosed everything that is needed for a nation to be united. Abu Bakr did not go there to Saqifah that we talked about to get the power for himself. Or Umar did not go there to get the power for himself. As a matter of fact, we find both of them were trying to get away from taking the power. The main idea was to unite the Ummah. And the Ummah was only united under Islam, under the fear of Allah, under the taqwa of Allah, under the God consciousness. And for the nation today we're talking about, of course, they are already following things which are other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They have to be called towards Islam to show them the mercy of Islam. That can unite the ummah. That can unite the people in general. Otherwise, it will continue to be this kind of a disunity that where people do not find safe, safety for themselves or the others. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.